1: Hi, everyone. This is Helena Hart. Welcome back to my Master Your Magnetism podcast. I'm talking with Leah Lake again today, my good friend and fellow coach. She's a dating and relationship coach for women. Welcome, Leah. Thank you so much for joining me.
0: Helena, thank you. I'm so happy to be here talking with you. We just always have so much fun.
1: I love our interviews together and they are just everyone's favorite. (laughs) We're broadcasting live on Bullhorn today, by the way. So hi to everyone joining live. Feel free to say hi in the chat. Let us know if you have any questions about this topic or anything else. We have a really great topic for everyone today. I've been hearing from so many women who are feeling triggered or uneasy or maybe urgent with a man and they always seem to wonder, is it them? Is it something they need to heal within themselves? or are they just simply with the wrong person or attracting the wrong people or giving the wrong people a chance? We've all been there. I can certainly relate to that. I'm sure you can too, Leah. Do you hear that from women as well? Yes, Yes, we've all been there. Definitely. So hi to Maura and Donna. I see some people joining already in the chat. Let us know your experiences with this. And while we're waiting for some people to join, Leah, I know you've opened up a few spots for private coaching. And if anyone's interested in working with you, you're offering a free 45-minute call just for women in my community if they let you know that they were referred by me. So I included a link to your scheduler, just a direct link to your calendar. And if you type Helena Hart in the very last box that says, who were you referred by? That call will be totally free. Is that right, Leah? Yeah. Perfect. So that's in the episode details right now. If you're listening live, if you're listening to the replay of this, that will be the first link in the show notes. So everyone take advantage of that. I know you don't do private coaching very often, so I was so thrilled to hear that you were doing that again because I just love being able to offer really high quality top coaches to the women in my community. So let's dive in. What's the first thing you want to say about this topic of how to know whether it's your stuff coming up or if you're just simply with the wrong person, if you tend to feel triggered or you're starting to feel uneasy or off balance with a guy?
0: Oh, this is so
1: good. (laughs) Yes, I know.
0: I know. So, okay. The first thing I want to say is that if women have been following you, following our work, then most likely if they're feeling triggered or uneasy or something's off with the relationship dynamic and they already have enough self-awareness of the relationship dynamic, I have to say it's probably the man.
1: I completely agree. I think there's a lot of great advice out there. I personally loved the feminine energy, leaning back advice when I was first learning about this stuff over a decade ago. That was a game changer for me. I'm curious to hear your experience with this, Leah. And I think it's really helpful. I'm still working with clients now who all they need is just, oh, just lean back. And this is going to happen quickly for you. The right guy is going to come right in. They just don't have that knowledge or awareness yet. But I've also found <laughs> working with women for over 10 years now, that if they're really deep into self development work or healing work, I see this tendency to blame themselves or turn it inward on themselves. Like this guy that I feel attached to isn't stepping up. So there must be something I'm doing wrong. I need to do more healing. I need to be more feminine or lean back. Back more in order to inspire him to step up. And I know you probably have a lot to say on that. What are your thoughts on all of that?
0: Yes, yes. So, same experience. It was a game changer learning it over 10 years ago. But over time, we see women turning in on themselves and thinking that there's something that they can do to change themselves in order to inspire a man. And what I have started saying now is that. Leaning back now for a woman who's already learned about this is really about seeing who a man is and that that creates space for her to see him clearly and what he's capable and not capable of rather than it being about her and how magnetic she is or isn't. Right? It's not about her anymore. It's about recognizing healthy and unhealthy behaviors in men. How
1: quickly do you think someone could realize that? I would say you can probably tell pretty
0: quickly, right? Right, because people do show you who they are. And so I have three archetypes that I teach women. Helene, I think I talked about this on one of our calls before. Do you remember if I have? I think we recorded an episode a long
1: time ago on you don't have to go on endless dates in order to meet the one. You talked about the sailor, the seducer, and the surfer, I believe. Yep. Do I have that right? Okay. <laughs> okay yes. I, if I remember that. That was one of my favorite episodes of all time. So everyone go check that out. But yeah, I would love to reiterate that here because
0: that is so important for everyone to become aware of. Okay. Yes. So the more I'm observing and teaching this, the more clear it is that men show up in three archetypes. And the surfer is the more wounded feminine. He's the kryptonite for women because he's very charismatic, easygoing, typically the life of the party. But he just can't quite commit or he just can't quite move the relationship forward. But The women, they're typically empathic, highly sensitive, get things done, and they see this little boy inside of him with so much potential, right? They don't want to abandon this little boy, but they end up abandoning their own little girl in the process. And then it becomes very entangled. It's hard to see clearly, and it's very, very painful. So this is the man who causes the very self-aware woman to turn in on herself and think, oh, well, he's such a great guy. He has so much potential. So women need to be aware of who this man is and be able to recognize him by the things that he says, by the things that he does and doesn't do. Because then on the other side is, and this is a spectrum. So on the other side, we have the seducer, which If women have come to us, most likely they've already experienced the seducer. They recognize someone who comes on super hot, but quickly disappears or pulls away. Most women can identify that kind of a man very quickly.
1: I know that we've all been there. Michelle in the chat says, taking it on myself feels like making excuses for him. Been there, done that, never again. Yes, I'm so happy to hear that. Kana says, totally resonate with this. I feel all the work I've done gets in the way sometimes of seeing people as they are. Absolutely. So how would a woman recognize this? What are some of the signs? Is it a man who's really busy, who has this big lifestyle where they're flying off to other countries and they'll come back and you can have maybe a date night or something, but then they're gone again, or they come on strong and they drop off quickly. I know you mentioned that. Any other signs where someone could tell that this man falls
0: into this category right away?
1: Yes. Okay. I
0: want women to be able to feel it energetically. And so I know I've talked about, we have a life raft. Everybody has a life raft except the surfer, (laughs) the surfer Mm -hmm. doesn't have a life for us. So the seducer has this amazing yacht. He has the lifestyle, he has uh, connections and his life is big. And so he'll will initially invite a woman over to his yacht, wines and dines her. And then she's like, oh, I can really see myself here. Like, this is amazing. This is what I've always wanted. And then let's say she goes back to her life raft and then she sees him having a party, but he just waves to her, right? No calling, no like, like hey. And she's wondering, like, why is he not doing anything? So the, idea, the difference here is women want to pull the surfer into their life raft and women want to leave their life raft for the seducer.
1: Yes, I can definitely feel the difference energetically. That makes so much sense. And the road with both of these men always leads to a dead end, I'm assuming. Yeah, pain, heartache, and devastation. Absolutely. Yeah, I know we've all been there. Maura in the chat says, Yes, this is something I've done in the past. I put myself last, and then the relationship just fell off. Yeah. So, is there anything a woman can do if a man falls into one of these two categories to all of a sudden make him snap to and start to see her in a whole new way? I've certainly never seen it, but I think you would probably know best out of anyone. Have you ever seen a situation like this turn around? No like never in the decade plus that you've been doing this. I think that's really important for women to hear. I always ask experts that because I think it's just important that it's not that you're not good enough. This is a certain kind of man who falls into these two categories and there's nothing you can do to inspire one of these two types of men
0: to all of a sudden change into a different type of man. Do I have that right? Yes, yes. And I want women to be able to see that it's not their job It's not their job to inspire him. And so what I have started saying lately, instead of like leaning back and inspiring, let's elevate and require, Mm -hmm. right? Let's require that a man come to the table just as whole and ready for a relationship as we are and not expect anything less. And then it takes all the work out of the equation. It's so true. And then it just
1: becomes really, really easy. If it's starting to feel hard, or even if a relationship is starting to feel hard, I know I've seen social media posts from you on this that I absolutely love. You said something like, if it's not easy, it's most likely the wrong relationship. Not that there's any perfect relationship or perfect person, but I'd love to hear any thoughts you have on that quickly if you want.
0: Okay, yes. So women are so willing to work hard on their relationships, which is great. That is great. But if we can't see who a man is, so we didn't talk about the sailor and that's the healthy, empowered yes. that I'd love to talk women. about that one next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you're with a sailor, the relationship supports you in becoming your best self. Your energy isn't going out to try and save the relationship. You have more energy to put towards creating the life that you love because you are receiving so much love and nourishment from the relationship with the sailor. Absolutely.
1: I was just checking in with the chat. Somebody says, I agree. There's absolutely nothing you can do to make the relationship work. I think she means with those first two types of men. Why would I want to anyway? Because rarely does the dynamic change. This was a painful lesson I've learned. Yeah, absolutely. And With the sailor, Leah, I love your description of that. You can just feel it in your body. I know that sounds sort of esoteric and out there like, well, you'll just be able to feel it. But I would love to hear from you. What are some signs that you're with a man who falls into this sailor category where things are just easy, you don't have to constantly work on yourself or work on improving the relationship because it comes together and aligns really well right from the beginning?
0: Yes, yes. So an easy way to tell, or I should say a simple way to tell. So with the surfer and the seducer, their energy is actually more focused on themselves, even mm-hmm. though like, there's a an illusion that they're focused on you in the beginning, but it's really about them where the sailor, his energy is focused on you and you can tell because if you bring a suggestion to the table, like, hey, I was wondering if we could maybe do this, then the sailor would be like, yeah, of course, absolutely. Where the other two men might say, yeah, sure. But then there's either no action taken or you'll be dismissed and kind of brushed off. So the sailor wants to make you happy, and he doesn't self-sacrifice. He's showing up empowered, but the healthy, empowered man makes his woman a priority without self-sacrificing.
1: Love it. And I know we've talked in other episodes before, we did one on how to communicate your needs in an empowered feminine way. And you're saying that most women who are drawn to this work are so reasonable, so empathic. They're very understanding. They tend to give men way too much benefit of the doubt. And they can be nervous making a request, whereas the request is reasonable, you can just go ahead and say it. And if you're with a sailor, if you're with an empowered
0: masculine man, he'll be like, of course, no problem, right? Right, right. I think the number one thing is speaking calmly and lovingly. And that's just to anybody. (laughs) um, Right. But if we're calm, so the thing that will push a sailor away is if a woman is demanding, she loses her temper, she's an emotional roller coaster, but that's not the women that are doing all of the inner work. So it's not even a factor hmm So true.
1: I love what you said in another social media post. I was like stalking your page, trying, looking for a quote to promote this live episode that we're doing. And another one that I love, there were just so many great ones, was let's see how many love blocks you have when you're around empowered masculine men, right? So like you said <laughs> at the beginning of this episode... If you're new to this work, I think the leaning back advice, letting men show up, see how interested they are all on their own without you constantly prompting and pushing things along is a total game changer. But if you've been at this for years and years and years and You tend to get stuck on men who don't quite step up. They fall into the surfer or the seducer category, and you just feel like there's this endless amount of inner work and healing you need to do. Like, I'm feeling triggered by this guy. That means I need to heal more and things like that. When often, if you're just around empowered masculine men, things just flow really easily, and you're not constantly being triggered because he's showing up and he's consistent and reliable and dependable, right?
0: Right, right. Everything becomes so much clearer when you know what you're looking for and how certain men show up. So if a woman is feeling triggered and she's been doing this for years and years, most likely it is the relationship dynamic and not her.
1: Mm, that is great to know. I just hear so many situations where I can just tell right away. I feel like I've changed a little over the years. Maybe a decade ago, I might have been like, well, let's give this guy a chance. And now I'm just like, nope, drop this guy, move on. He's not the one. I don't know if you've had that experience as well,
0: Leah. I I do too. I feel like, right, definitely we've evolved and what our message is. It's still foundationally the same, but oh yeah, we've seen too much. We've seen it all basically. (laughs)
1: Yeah, after hearing from, I mean, thousands and thousands, literally, of situations and going, I've never seen a situation like this work out. I mean, our message should evolve. Of course, the foundation is the same advice I give now is the same advice I would give when I was single, even just five or so years ago. But absolutely. I would love to hear if you have any tips for women who want to attract a sailor. I see a comment in the chat from someone says, please universe, send me a sailor because it's your belief and mine as well that this can happen in a matter of weeks or months, not years and years and years, right? Once you have the tools of discernment.
0: Yes. So once you know exactly what you're looking for, there is a pretty big energetic shift inside of you. If you could feel it right now, it's like when you have the right map. When you know exactly where you're going and you know, you can almost see the detours and you know not to take them. So that's your masculine and feminine integrating and you become very magnetic and you're not wasting your time on these relationships or dating the wrong men. And if you're not spending your time dating the wrong men you're and you're only available for the right man, that energy can match up quickly. Got it. Yes, I love it. Michelle says, cut
1: the time wasters. Absolutely. I think the faster you can move through the wrong ones without going, maybe this could work going off into the slow lane, I think is what you call it. We've talked in other live streams, Leah, about the maybe man, right? Yeah. I would love to hear any thoughts on that. Does that fall into a category of the surfer or the seducer, probably both of them could be maybe, yes. like, well, maybe, maybe this could work out. And you kind of keep those
0: guys around just to see what happens. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, man. Yes. If you find yourself saying maybe then 99% of the time it's the surfer. <laughs> but, so there, Yes, there are definite patterns that make men predictable. If you're with a sailor, Your body will know, and Helena, I'm curious, because I'm sure we talked about this with Tom, but it's like, you don't want to date anybody else. You feel Uh so good with them. Everything feels so right, so aligned. And then it's just giving it enough time to know for sure that they're a sailor. And that could be, there is a pattern with surfers around the six-week mark that they'll stop being the man that they were in the beginning. Uh Um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so that's another pattern that has emerged where women have told me they're like no he showed up as a sailor sometimes I think what happens because my elevated dating method is to recognize who a man is in three dates or less but it's because I know what to look for right mm-hmm. so I want to teach women what to look for so if a woman has said well I, I swear he was a sailor in those first six weeks and in my mind I'm like No, there were the red flags. She just needs to know what to look for. It's not about being a red flag hunter. It's about being in tune with your body because your body is telling you all the time who is healthy and who isn't. So true. I always say the red flags
1: are always there right from the beginning. And people will say, no, no, there weren't any red flags. It's like, okay, tell me a little bit about your situation. And they do. And I'm like, okay, red flag, red flag, red flag. I could have told you this before you even went on a date with this guy, just the way he was messaging you. What are some of the red flags in your opinion? I would love for people just to know what these are right away. If you have anything specific.
0: Oh, this is so great. (laughs) Okay. So definitely a man wanting to pay 50-50, that's the surfer. If you feel like you have to help a man ask you out, like prompt a man, like what time are we going out or why isn't he moving things forward? That's like the surfer because you have to help him. So you're trying to pull him on. The seducer is the man who okay, here's a great way. They will ask really intense questions on a first date. And there are specific questions they ask, which is, why are you still single? What were your past relationships like? It's to create a connection. I don't think they're even doing it consciously, but it's how they create a false sense of intimacy with a woman and get her emotionally more attached. And then they'll just disappear very quickly. So
1: interesting. I also hear from a lot of women who feel that they have an anxious attachment style or they actually do have an anxious attachment style. And so they have a hard time discerning, is this my intuition or is this something coming from my anxious attachment tendencies or is this just the wrong guy? And they have a really hard time teasing that out. I see a question from Kana in the chat. She says, I called in a few weeks ago about a maybe man who love bombed me and then drop off and said he wanted to be friends and I'm still getting over it. It's hard for me to accept it even when I realize the man may not be showing up if I really like them. Yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts. And Kana, I believe you may have even called in suggesting this topic of what do I do if I have an anxious attachment style or relationship anxiety in general. And I can't really trust myself because I don't know if this is just my anxiety or if this is my intuition telling me that this is the wrong guy. Leah, I know you probably have a lot to say on that. She said, (laughs) yes, anxiety or intuition. Such a great question. I hear that question all the time. Yeah.
0: Oh, so good. Okay. First, I would just love for every woman who's read and come across anything about attachment styles to before they really categorize themselves and take on the identity of having an anxious attachment style to just kind of hold that lightly because it will cause you not to trust yourself. It will also cause women to stay in a relationship because she thinks it's her issues instead of it being the relationship dynamic causing the anxiety. Mm -hmm. And, And overall, if you are with a sailor, that anxiety will not be there. It might show up every once in a while for less than 24 hours. So the goal is always, no matter what, to be with a sailor. That's bottom line. (laughs) I think that goes back to let's see how anxious you are when you're
1: with a sailor, basically when you're with a healthy, empowered man who's actually interested in moving things forward and is capable of having the kind of relationship you want. I got a comment the other day on my YouTube channel from someone who said, I used to think I had an anxious attachment style, but it was really that I was just giving the wrong men a chance. Once I opened myself up to be with a different kind of man I realized I didn't really have any anxiety at all. It was just the kind of men that I was dealing with before. Danielle says, what about in the beginning? How can you tell? How can you tell what kind of man you're dealing with? Or how can you tell whether it's your anxiety or intuition? I'd love to hear some clarity. But Leah,
0: any thoughts on how to tell this right from the start? Okay. So it's really understanding how the different archetypes show up. So a sailor is very slow and steady. You can read men like a book. If he messages you, if it's an online dating app, he'll message you. Within 24, 36 hours, you'll have like three messages. He'll ask for your phone number. While he's on the phone with you, he'll set up a date you'll go out on a date and then he'll either message you that night or the next morning. And then you'll have another date planned within three days to a week, depending on your schedule. And then you'll see each other at least once or twice a week. If you're in the same area, it's about the cadence. There's a very specific cadence that a sailor has that's very predictable where it doesn't leave you wondering what he's thinking, you know, because he's setting things up. He's doing things. He's moving things forward. If that is not happening, you are dating a surfer seducer.
1: Mm, Yes. She wrote more in like on dating apps. Should I keep the conversation going or just stop? So many conversations die. So many.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Great question. I hear about that all the time. What are your thoughts on that, Leah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, this is where you want to be observing. Oh, can he keep a relationship or a message going? If a man can't even keep a message going, is he going to be able to be a relationship partner? No. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. Some of these
1: guys that women are stuck on, of course, no judgment. We've all been there it's like, what kind of husband and, and father do you think this would be if they can't even text you back and be consistent and do what they say they're going to do like early on? Is this really somebody that you want to spend the next 40, 50 plus years with? I think we can get so focused on the moment, right? And how attached we feel to this guy that we don't think long-term like that. Like, what kind of partner is this guy going to be if that's what you're looking for, right? If you're just looking to have fun and maybe want to hang out with a seducer and you're not looking for partnership or a lifelong commitment, that's great. But I think it's important to be aware of what you're getting yourself into and don't try to make these things what they're not. Leanne says, can a man change from a surfer to a sailor, meaning years later? It's
0: highly unlikely, right? I want to say I'm pretty black and white about things. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, no. I would love to hear more about that situation.
1: I'm actually really curious if you have a specific situation, but I would say if you're asking that question, probably not. I I don't know. Maybe if they're like in their early 20s and then 10 years later or something, it's possible. Any thoughts on that, Leah?
0: Yeah, I guess we would need to hear more about the situation. But I think this mindset also keeps women stuck in- Mm -hmm. An unhealthy relationship dynamic because it's like, well, people can change. And if I just hold out long enough, then this person will change. And if they spend years of their life in pain and emotional turmoil because of this mindset.
1: Years. I mean, years and years stuck, hoping, waiting. So true. And so I actually love that you're pretty black and white with things that, like, nope, if this isn't happening, it's pretty clear that it's never going to happen right Mm -hmm. and i love how you talk about you'll be able to feel in your body like you'll be able to trust yourself even if you do feel like you have an anxious attachment style or relationship anxiety you'll be able to trust yourself because you'll know that something's off right away is there anything you want to say on that what it'll feel like and i'd also love to hear if you have any time frames i've never heard you say that after six weeks the surfer might pull back. I mean, any time frames like that, I know you've given those in the past and they've been really helpful.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then I would love to hear about your experience with Tom and how mm-hmm. you felt that like I because I'm I'm just guessing if he felt so much different than any other man. Yeah, absolutely. The
1: sailor is just the perfect description, like slow and steady, even though we knew pretty quickly that we were the one for each other. And then just like you said, it's about letting the time go by, seeing how things unfold. And my intuition was spot on from the beginning with him. Of course, I have a lot of experience talking to lots of women and hearing about all kinds of things. So I definitely knew what to look for, but I think things can happen quickly, but it feels slow and steady. It wasn't like this love bombing thing. It did actually feel slow and steady and was an easy, comfortable pace for me. That's what it felt like for sure. Yes.
0: Yes. And did you feel like his energy was just already naturally coming towards you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. He had said later on, it's so interesting to hear, but he was like, I felt like we were married from the second we held hands for the first time, you know, (laughs) which was maybe after our second or third date. He was there. He was steady. He knew what he wanted. And it felt really good to me too. And he was such a gentleman. It was just so steady and he's just so dependable and reliable. He showed up. We spent a ton of quality time together, even though he's super, super busy. So making excuses for busy men or something doesn't feel right. Like if it's been months and a man's still dating other women or isn't sure what he wants, that's a red
0: flag, in my opinion,
1: if it doesn't feel good to you, right? Yeah.
0: So a sailor is actually not going to be dating other women after like the first three, or four dates. He I won't. totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you're consistently in your body and you're feeling the relationship dynamic, so it should feel good. I mean, consistently. So I say ninety percent of the time it should feel good. What I think is that women date the surfer seducer when they're actually out of their body. When you are not connected to your body, then you can kind of numb out or you disassociate or it's easier to make excuses. But when you are present in your body, it is actually very difficult to stay in an unhealthy situation because your body actually will be screaming at you to get out. Mm hmm something about it won't feel right. And you can usually
1: tell what it is. (laughs) Sometimes you might not be able to put your finger on it, but you find out weeks or months later that your intuition was right all along. And Donna says, I found a sailor. I love it. So happy to hear that. I'd love to hear your experience, Leah. I'm sure we've talked about this before over the years, but just for people who are new to you and your work, what was your experience like with your husband?
0: So uh, oh man I had dated so much and when I met Trevor like immediately I felt calm I felt calmer in his presence and I just felt good and so we met on a Saturday night and he was going out of town so he invited me over to his place for the Super Bowl party the next day because he knew he was leaving and we were by Monday morning like I knew it. I'm like, Oh, my gosh, it's he's the one (laughs) Mm. I knew so fast. But I also knew like, okay, I was like, okay, buddy, show me who you are. (laughs) And so I just let him set the pace. And I knew and this is what I want all women to know, like I knew without a doubt, If he did any of the wounded stuff like pulling away, not being consistent, being wishy-washy, all of that, I would 100% walk away. So that's how you stop from becoming overly invested. If you know you're going to walk away because life is too short to be in an unhealthy relationship dynamic, then that also allows you to trust yourself even more and your feelings because you're, you're not afraid to be alone.
1: It's so true. Something that my husband, Tom, has talked about in some of the videos and podcast episodes we've done together is he knew that I'd be willing to walk away if this wasn't in alignment with the vision I saw for myself. Not that we ever had a conversation about this. I didn't tell him just to let you know, I'm willing to walk away if you're not ready for this. (laughs) It's not something I even thought about at all when we were dating because he was really consistent. I never once thought, how do I let him know that I'm willing to walk away so he'll be inspired to commit? Like none of that ever entered my mind. It didn't have to. And so we've been talking, because I was thinking about maybe doing a live stream on my YouTube channel tomorrow about this. I'm still undecided because I'm wrapping my mind around the actual content for this. So I was asking him, like, how did you know, if we never talked about it, and I never thought about it, how did you know that I'd be willing to walk away? And it was really hard to tease that out. He's like, it's sort of just a combination of just the way you carried yourself, how you didn't overinvest and cling on so quickly. I mean, it was just a combination of a lot of different things. But I'd love to hear your thoughts because that question I get all the time is how do you convey that you're willing to walk away without actually having to say it? Because I think men can
0: really feel it in your energy, right?
1: Right, right.
0: It's really in your energy and the way you carry yourself and the way you are thinking, right? So it's the way you're thinking about relationships. So if you know, okay, I'm not available for surfer or seducer, all the men are going to feel that. And of course, it'll make the more, I'm, I'm just going to say wounded, wounded ones want to latch on to you, because you're so confident in yourself. But Men can really feel they are intuitive when a woman is not willing to abandon herself, self-sacrifice, or do any of that just to be with him. Absolutely. It's just an energy thing.
1: And so if you're actually willing to walk away, you don't have to say anything, you don't have to do anything, a guy's going to feel it. If you're not willing to walk away, if you've overinvested prematurely, or if you're tolerating bad behavior, men can feel that too. It doesn't matter how many times you tell him. In fact, if you try to tell him as a tactic to make him worry about losing you and really step up, it's going to backfire on you because he knows that you're willing to just stick
0: around, right? Right. Right, right. So yeah, it's having that already that inner knowing of what you will and will not tolerate. It's funny, because I saw a meme about how people should be tolerating more to have better relationships. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, no, I hope no one believes that.
1: Yeah, so interesting. I see a great question from someone who says the guy I'm getting over wanted to be exclusive quickly and I didn't want to over invest. So I said, no, could that have sabotaged it? What a great question. I hear about this a lot. What are your thoughts on that? What if a man wants to be exclusive quickly and the woman isn't comfortable with that? And so she feels that that pushed him away. Can you really sabotage things with the right guy?
0: Oh, yes. I did not go to your question about timelines. So a healthy sailor will ask to be exclusive around six weeks. Sometimes men will want to lock it down early and that's just a sign of emotional immaturity because they don't actually know you. It's it's their own insecurity. And if a man is wanting to be exclusive, let's just say like after date three, it's way too early. And so that's your sign. He's probably... I I think a surfer, but it just depends on their energy, right? It doesn't really matter if he's not a sailor, that's what matters. It doesn't matter what he is. Yeah, Yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, they can kind of merge. It's a spectrum. So if a man is wanting to be exclusive and you're not ready, that's a red flag because you will want to be exclusive with a sailor when he wants to be exclusive. So
1: true. I know I'm thinking back to my own experience and the exclusivity thing wasn't something we even really talked about for a while, but I knew a thousand percent that he wasn't dating anyone else. Like, would I recommend just assuming that he's not dating anyone else if you're not really practiced at this? No, I would say, <laughs> make sure you're having the conversation. about he told me he didn't even go on another date with anyone after our very first date. And I could feel that it's like he was spending all this free time with me. It was just kind of a no brainer. And so yeah, he yeah. said he knew within the first two months that I was the one. I mean, does that mean that if it's been two months and a guy doesn't know you're the one that that's a red flag? No, of course not. That was just what we experienced. But yeah, I could feel for sure that we weren't dating other people and we didn't even really have to talk about it. But it wasn't like after date three, he was like, okay, let's be exclusive. There's a difference there,
0: right? Yes. Yes. And it's actually, you don't even really have to have the conversation either because you you will want that, right? I love that you shared that because that's exactly how it is. And so even after the first date, a man might go out on another date with another woman, maybe, but typically not, which is why I no longer suggest rotational dating because it's more about learning who's in front of you than prolonging this dating. It's unnecessarily dating the wrong men for too long and staying in the slow lane. <laughs>
1: Ah, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're just getting back out there, you don't have a lot of dating experience, it can be helpful for uncovering your patterns and things like that. But yeah, not as a tactic to try to make a guy commit or anything like
0: that, because you just won't have to do that with the right person. Right? Right, right, right. So yeah, I feel like there's dating and then there's dating as a tactic. (laughs) So
1: interesting. Yeah. So she said no to being exclusive because she didn't want to overinvest.
0: Could that have sabotaged it? What are your thoughts? Well, it's not about sabotaging it. There was a no in your body. And that's what you want to look at. Like, why was Mm -hmm. it a no? And what, what was the red flag him asking too soon? So something was off with the dynamic and had nothing to do with you sabotaging it.
1: Oh, that is so great. That is such great advice. Yeah. Or was it just like, oh, it's only been this number of dates. So I said no, because that's what I thought I was supposed to do. But everything else was perfect. Or was something a little off in the dynamic. And that's why you felt like you weren't ready such a great thing to get in touch with. That was fantastic advice, Leah. I love that. This is just such a great conversation. I think it's just so important for everyone to know this. And I love that things can just happen really quickly, right? Things can just really come together quickly. You can attract a sailor or a healthy, empowered masculine man quickly once you know what to look for and quickly just move through the men who are not a match to that. This is so great. I would love to do any kind of recap that you want to do. I know that we talked about so many things here and these questions were fantastic. Is there anything else you want to say about this topic? I know we could just talk forever about this.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know we could talk for hours. To stay in the fast lane, basically, don't spend any time wondering why a man's not moving it forward, why he's not calling you, why he's not doing something. If he's not doing something, you are just staying focused ahead on being able to see a man who can do those things rather than getting into that emotional turmoil of, am I doing it right? Or do I need to be doing more and all of that? Like, no, 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 no. (laughs) You better move out of that. I love that you are maybe a little
1: more black and white than a lot of other people I've interviewed. Like I think that's great. I think as you get more experience working and hearing from, like I said, thousands of women literally over the years just hearing their situations and just going, no, I've never seen a situation like this turn into a full-on committed relationship. It's important for people to really hear that. And yeah, I think the fastest way to the relationship you want with your sailor is actually moving through the ones, recognizing it quickly and just knowing that the signs are there from the very beginning. Right.
0: Right. Right. And that if you can, and this is something we've talked about years ago is like, if you can call a man, if you can text him, if you can easily move things forward when you're interested in somebody, so can a man. So don't expect anything less. I know you've said before, like, how easy is it for you to send a text to a guy you like? I mean,
1: that's just the easiest thing in the world, right? And you say it's even easier for an empowered masculine man. So don't make excuses for a guy, right? And it's right. not about being this ice queen, like, these are my lists of requirements. Here are my standards. You don't have to say any of this to a guy, you're just not available or continuing to put yourself in situations that don't feel in alignment with what you truly want and deserve. Do I have that
0: right? Yes. Yes. So women are so afraid that their standards are too high or they're wanting this relationship that doesn't exist. And I think we're both in the relationship to say that, no, raise your standards even higher. Absolutely.
1: I totally agree. And then just talking about timelines again... When women implement your system or your coaching, let's say they're working with you in a coaching program or something like that, when can they expect to meet their sailor? Like, is it a matter of months? Does it vary? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. I know I
0: wasn't planning on asking you this, but I'm just curious. (laughs) Yeah, so I wish I had a magic wand and I could tell everybody exactly when. But my clients have attracted their sailor in five weeks, six weeks, eight weeks six months. So it's really just knowing exactly what you're doing. But I have come up, this is kind of cheeky, but I've come up with this right man guarantee, which Mm -hmm. is once you know what to look for, how men show up, then I can guarantee that the right man for you will be your next relationship. Like you don't have to go through heartbreak again. So great. I love
1: that so much. Another question in the chat. I met a sailor, but after one month, I still feel unsure and I don't have chemistry with him. Is it safe to say that I gave it enough time?
0: What a great question. Leah, what are your thoughts on this one? Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. So just because you meet a sailor doesn't mean he's your sailor. So such a good point. Yes. And I know that can be heartbreaking because it's like, no, I just met a sailor. Uh (laughs) You know, they seem like magical unicorns, but trust yourself. Because I really believe that when we're with the right man, then we don't need a month to figure it out.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I know that might sound crazy if all you've experienced is getting involved with a guy and then it just doesn't work out six months later, a year later when you felt so sure at the beginning. It sounds crazy that you can know this quickly, but I just keep going back to that social media post I saw from you. Like, let's see how many blocks to love you have when you're around healthy, empowered men, right? And your intuition is usually right on. The red flags were almost always there right from the beginning and just something felt a little off. So yeah, you gave it a month you don't feel the chemistry, I wouldn't try to make that something it's not. And just know that there are plenty of other sailors out there. This is evidence that they definitely exist, right?
0: Yes. Okay. I think we really need to emphasize that because there's advice and teachings out there that are actually great for women wherever they're at. But once a woman has become even more self-aware and then, oh, am I blocking it? Am I self-sabotaging? When you can really Know that actually I can trust myself, then watch how many blocks you don't have. It's so
1: true, it's so, so true. I love that, I have clients, I think we were chatting about this before we started this episode, they have just a perfectly reasonable response to a guy and they'll send me a screenshot, like, what did I do wrong? Was I too upbeat? Did I suggest a phone call too soon? Did I do this, did I do that? And I read, I'm like, there is nothing wrong with this at all. Like, why are you reading into it thinking you did something wrong if he stopped messaging you? And so Mm -hmm. if you tend to turn inward on yourself, what am I doing wrong? I must have sabotaged this. I would say it's just the wrong person, right? Yes.
0: Yes. Especially if you're self-aware and you have been doing this work, then I just want every woman to know you can trust yourself. And if it Mm -hmm. doesn't feel right, aligned, easy, if it doesn't feel easy, that's your red flag.
1: Yeah, the opposite of that would be like, how do I go back and fix this? What can I say to fix this (laughs) when you have literally done nothing wrong? I mean, if you acted completely nuts and slashed his tires or something like that, like, okay, right? But most women in these situations, you just look at and you're like, you did absolutely nothing wrong. You were just being yourself. The right guy is gonna love that and just be thrilled to be in communication with you. So don't beat yourself up when these guys drop off. It's a good thing. You wanna see it as a good thing because they just weren't the one and you wanna find that out quickly right? Yes. Yes. So great. This just flew by Leah. Do you want to recap these three types of men for people who might just be joining right now? And then I'd love to hear anything else you want to say about your call that you're offering free to women in my community if they say that they were referred by me.
0: Okay. Okay. Yes. So there are three archetypes of men that once a woman can recognize these, it will make your love life so much easier and will put you on the fast track to attracting, I call it the legendary love that you deserve and desire. So it's the surfer, sailor, and seducer. And they show you who they are right away. And rather than turning in on yourself and feeling like it's all up to you to carry the relationship and inspire a man it's really more about seeing if a man is already activated and his empowered masculine energy so we're not inspiring men anymore <laughs> we're seeing if they're already activated and coming to the table and the way to do that right is we want to give them space We want to give ourselves space to see them clearly. So it's an energetic space. Yeah, so if you want to book a call with me, Helene has posted a link and I would love to talk with you about your specific situation and help you in any way I can.
1: Awesome. So if you're listening live, again, that's in the episode details right now, the link to book a call. If you're listening to the replay, that'll be the first link in the show notes. Just scroll down. If you're listening on Spotify, you might have to click see more and it'll open that up. And you can always email me if you're having trouble finding that at helenahartcoaching at gmail.com. This was amazing, Leah. This just flew by. I would love to bring you on again. I always love our conversations. They're just so different than what a lot of people out there are teaching. They're totally in line with what I teach and some of the other experts I bring on my podcast, but I think it's so important for women to have this information.
0: Oh, Helena, I'm so honored. Thank you for having me. And I just love talking with you and your women. So thank you. I'm so happy
1: that everyone joined us. We had to change the time last minute. And so I'm thrilled that everyone showed up. Thank you so much. We loved your questions and comments. If you're listening to the replay of this and you'd like to join me for my live broadcasts, I broadcast my podcast live every other Friday. It's totally free and so much fun. I'll include a link to download the Bullhorn podcast app where you can call in and talk to us personally or type your questions into the chat. Maura says, I just signed up for a call with Leah. Perfect. I'm so happy to hear that. Yes definitely take advantage of that now. And I'll post this in a few weeks. But if you'd like that link, just feel free to email me, Helenaheartcoaching at gmail.com, and I'll send that over. So thank you so much, everyone. And Leah, thank you again. Make sure you're following my podcast so you don't miss any of my new episodes. I have new episodes coming out every week. Just click the follow button on my podcast homepage. And I will see you in two weeks. Leah, thank you so much again. This was so much fun.
0: Thank you, Helena. Okay. Yeah, I loved it. So
1: great. Bye, everyone. Have a great weekend. Bye. Another day is here and you're ready for it.
0: What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.